0: Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Superchargers, headlights, and more.
1: eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance.
0: With over 122 million parts at eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, With prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. I
1: mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want. It's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music.
2: And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. The volume.
1: everybody may the 4th be with you that's right happy thursday hope you're having a great day i uh, hope you're celebrating star wars by re-watching the last jedi and uh realizing just how off base the original uh reception to the movie was and the fact that uh well you know the, the like just if, if you have everyone look give it a rewatch okay because if you were pissed when it happened you're the reason why we end up getting Rise of Skywalker. Uh, but I hope you're all having a great day. I hope you're all celebrating Star Wars. Um, I will not be giving my top Star Wars movies today because we're in a bit of a time crunch. So today instead, we're going to do what we do every Thursday here in the run-up to the season. We're going to do our SNAP's official ranking of uh, the best coaches in each of the Power 5 conferences. Today, the Pac-12 is on the menu. I'm one of your hosts, by Baby, are joined as always by QB1 Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up,
0: man? How you doing today? I, I know we're on a time crunch, but I need to know, because you are the Star Wars guy, two things. One, how did you watch the movies? Did you go four through six, then one through three? Mm-hmm. And if you did, would you go back? If you're asking someone who's never watched it, I have watched it, but someone who hasn't, would you go that route or would you go one through six?
1: Uh, I watched the movies when they were re-released in theaters in the 90s. Probably one of the reasons they imprinted on me and why it was such a big deal uh, when they were released, so that was four, five, and six, the original trilogy, right? Yep. Uh, when they were re-released, my father took me out of school for the day, so I got to skip school. I got to spend all day in the theater, and then we went to Toys R Us afterwards. And he said, "Okay, you can buy mm. one, you know, toy from the movies." And uh, I chose mine, and him being a bit of a kid himself was like, "Okay, well, if you get that." Well, then you got to have this. You know, if you get that, then you got to have the the X-Wing. And if you get that, you got to have this so you can fight the X-Wing. And next thing you know, I literally left that Toys R Us, a now defunct store, which makes me feel old. But I left that Toys R Us with, um, no exaggeration, one of every single Star Wars toy in there. So if you want to talk about the way to imprint on your child, like a baby duck seeing his mother for the first time, uh, that was about the most surefire way to do it. So I saw 456123789. Uh personally, I am a big fan of the machetti order. Uh though upon first viewing, I'd still probably be a 456123789 viewing. The only slight change I would make for some sort of repeat viewing later on, I really do enjoy going 45123 then 6 and 789. Uh because we get the big reveal at the end of 5 in Empire and then we get the story behind the reveal we get the story of Anakin Skywalker. And then when we return to Jedi, it feels like it's actually been a while. Like we've been away for a while, right? So all of a sudden when we're presented yeah. with this more august and more powerful Luke, who's so confident in his skill set and so practiced, uh, it all feels like it makes a lot more sense. And then obviously 789, you're just going to watch because it's seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Um, in terms of my favorite Star Wars movie ever, I've always been a New Hope guy. I've been consistent there. And I completely understand why most people's answer is Empire, and that's a very valid answer. But for me, origin stories reign supreme, and I'll just never forget watching A New Hope as a kid and the scene after all this craziness, everybody 20 minutes where you start by following these two droids, you're on this desert planet, there's aliens, there's all these crazy robots. There's these like moisture farms and whatnot and shootouts and people getting their arms cut off in alien bars. And then all of a sudden you're on a spaceship hurtling through space and they might as well be driving to Costco, right? Or like they're on some sort of road trip. It just seems so normal to them and something so exotic it seeming so normal to the characters, just latched into me because it all felt so uh it felt like a real unexplored world and it just never let its hooks go. So, you know, whether it's fellowship, new hope, sorcerer's stone, I'm just a origin boy. First yes. time in the gates is yes. what I remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now that's enough May the fourth, even though I could go on about this all day. Let's dive into our Pac-12 coaches ranking. As always, we have not consulted each other before the list. We will horse trade the list until it's done. As you'll see, especially in the Pac-12, um, the bottom is going to be a little interchangeable. I mean, it's actually a pretty talented list top to bottom. Yeah. Like, Unlike some other conferences, there's no one that I just outright think sucks. I think, I think, I think there's some potential here, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, the top, though, I'll be interested to see where you landed here. Uh, because in the number one spot, I think it's – what are you going for, results or potential,
0: Aaron Murray? Who is your number one coach in the Pac-12? I'm going with results. I'm going with Kyle Winningham as my number okay. one guy. Okay. Yes. Is that you? Same same as you? Well, no. I had Riley one. Oh. And I cool. went with potential
1: uh, just because I think he's going to pass up Winningham. Uh, but it is inarguable that Winningham has been the thinking, dominant but force now for a long time.
0: Yes, well, it was yes, one year. Been, I mean, it was
1: one year, though. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, it's been two years. They've they've beat him and and beat him twice last year too. So you know that that's the final hurdle for Lincoln Riley right now to kind of, you know. But the problem is he only has one year to do it. So I think right now you're saying okay, the potential. Well, that potential has to happen now. It's not you know he's not going to be a Pac-12 coach come next season. So as of right now the guy who has been the best coach in the Pac-12 has been Kyle Winningham there at Utah, the most consistent team. And the guy that you have, number one, has a one-year window right now in order to beat him to reign supreme over the Pac-12 before they go on and move to the Big 10. So that's a little bit of a problem. I don't know Wait, if he's so going to be just, able to do it. You freaked me out though.
1: Lincoln Riley's only been at USC for one year, right?
0: Yes. I just had to
1: look yeah, it up because okay, you said it's been two years. USC, what I sorry, meant, sorry,
0: USC has lost a couple. Yes. Utah has been I know, But, 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 but why gun- am I going to hold yeah.
1: Lincoln Riley
0: know, to the
1: sins of Clay Helton or whatever? No, no. What I'm I saying know. is Kyle Whittingham has objectively been the best coach in the Pac-12. Yes. But if I come to you, Aaron, and I say you can hire Kyle
0: Whittingham or Lincoln Riley, who are you hiring? It's not fair because I'm an offensive guy. And, oh. And Okay, You know, of course I'm gonna go with Lincoln Riley and his offense. I mean, what he's done at Oklahoma to USC in in year one, uh, of course that that, that, that gets me all hot and bollered inside. I'm all riled up watching what he does with Caleb and and those offenses from Baker and Kyler. But you know, right now if if I had to put my money on this year, who who do I want to be my head coach to lead my team in the Pac twelve? I would put my money on Kyle Winningham. I think he's 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 he he's had less talent at Utah, then USC, then Oregon, then Washington, but has found a way to be the most consistent team in that conference. I think there's something to it. I mean, there's no sex appeal to it. There's no there's no flashiness to it. There's no elite offense or elite defense. They just play really good fundamental football on both sides. They're very physical at the line of scrimmage. It's a boring style of football, which is not exciting to a lot of people. And obviously Lincoln Riley plays a very exciting brand of football, which is where it gets a little bit tough here, but I'm I'm a results guy. Kyle has produced the results that I want and, and why I'm going to stick with him heading into this season. So you don't
1: believe that Lincoln Riley is going to produce those same results and the results that Lincoln Riley did at Oklahoma, or when it's all those playoffs and won all the big 12 championships don't matter either. Like if we're giving Kyle Whittingham credit for winning Pac-12 championships, I just um mm, I just I, I don't know. I kind of stand unconvinced. Like, and I feel you. Kyle Whittingham has squeezed blood from the stones. He has been mm-hmm. more consistent at winning big at Utah than we would have ever thought it to be possible um and i agree that in terms of like coaching he has maximized his talent he has overproduced, right that's how we judge these lists a lot of times but at the same time getting in elite talent is one of the core tenets of coaching what did lincoln yeah. riley do this offseason uh and 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 granted I mean, nil you could say it's unfair but i mean he he brought in a great front seven so we'll see um i'm trying to think how I'll knives out that. i want to go with this
0: i'll, I'll give it to you i'll, I'll go lincoln because i it was it was a coin toss for me because i love lincoln i love what they're doing I agree there's something in me that, that wants to say, you know, hey, get back on that, that Trojan horse and, and, and we're petite Trojan boys into the season, but they were the better team last year and they lost twice. And I I just, it is until you can prove it to me that, that, that USC can beat Utah and that, you know, they can make it happen this year. It's, it's kind of hard. I think the one advantage is obviously Utah's quarterback is banged up heading into the season. You know, when is he going to be back? Will he be back for that matchup? Will that kind of knock them out of even being able to maybe get a rematch in the Pac-12 championship game? Who knows? I'm talking about Cam Rising here. So yeah, I guess if you want to look at, because of the issue with Cam Rising, who do I project to win the Pac-12 this year in this rating, then I would go with USC, but like, am I basing that off of talent or am I basing that off of coaching? That's the hard part. Like, yeah, we know USC is more talented. Yeah, we know Oklahoma was probably more talented than everyone else. It's a big brand. It is the biggest brand besides Texas in that conference. They had better yeah. players. Lincoln's a yeah. great coach, but he's also benefited from coaching the best players in America also. I do think there's something to be said for Winningham, like you said, coaching three-star guys to four-star and five-star you know talent at the end of the day.
1: I agree. But guess what? This ain't the most overachieving coaching list, you know? Like is Kirby smart? Good because he's an X's and O's genius, or is he good because he's had like seven first rounders on the defense the last couple of years? Like, what are we talking about? I'm giving you. Day? I
0: told you I'd go with Lincoln. We'll go. Lincoln. Uh, yeah,
1: Lincoln. no. Look, look. I agree. Look, one,
0: shout one, out one, Kirk
1: French. Shout out Kyle Winham. They are awesome. Winham yep. even better than French in that regard. But uh, look, look at the conference championship. Look at the Heisman winners. Look at what he did in one year at USC. Lincoln Riley's a clear one. Kyle Winham a clear two, and then Aaron at three. I feel very firm about Kalen DeBoer. Where are you yep. at? And I'm not being a slave to the moment here. Okay, some of y'all may say I'm a slave to the moment. That is untrue, okay? If you look at DeBoer's coaching resume, he is one of those coaches that has won at every single level that he's been at. Mm-hmm. He started as a young coach, as the head coach of Sioux Falls, of Sioux Falls, which is an NIA school. AI school. Uh, his year one in Sioux, he went 11-2, and two, nine in, um, excuse me, he went 11 and 2, lost in the semifinals. He would go on to win three of the next four NAIA national championships with a combined 56 to 1 record. He then gets the job at Fresno during COVID, three and three of the COVID year. I don't give a shit if you do good or bad or the COVID year. I don't count it. Nine and three the next year. Year one at Washington it gets the Huskies all the way back to 11 and 2. Are you kidding yep. me? Gimme DeVore mm-hmm. pumping the Pinnacles this fall. You're Washington Huskies, number three coach
0: in the Pac 12. Give me give me that lefty ready to go. I'm with you on this one. I think I think Washington right now is in the position, you know, with obviously Oregon, if if, if the Pac 12 somehow does stay alive, which I'm still not anticipating they do, of being one of the top two teams that kind of emerge as like the 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 the, the steady team that's competing to make it to the playoffs every single year starting in twenty twenty four. So um I'm with you. I think he's a hell of a coach. You said it. it's one everywhere he's been. So yeah, let's keep him at number three. Um, okay. Who you got it for and you go next. I got Dan Lanning at four. Um, same thing. I think he's, he's inherited a program that has been one of the dominant programs in college football for a long time. They're going to continue to recruit. Well, they got the facilities. Obviously he's, he comes from a, a, a very good tree of coaching that, that knows what it takes to win championships. He's kind of seen you know, behind the closed doors and, and behind the current of, of what it takes to be a champion and had a great year in year one, 10 and three for goodness sakes, his first year as a head coach. First game against your former boss, the best team in the country that went 15 No, you got spanked, but like everybody got spanked by, by Georgia. So I, I'm not counting that against him. His other two losses were three points to Washington and four points to Oregon State. Like hell of a first year for mm-hmm. Dan Lanning in Oregon. I think they're going to have an even better year two, especially with Bo Nix coming back. I think he's setting himself up just like Kalen DeBoer. To be one of those two teams that we're going to be talking about every single year going forward, of a legitimate chance to make the playoffs. So he's 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 a hell of a coach. I got him at number four. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are, perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics NIL deals, J-Labs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech.
1: now who was that last loss to the third loss you said oregon state Mm, and here we arrive at the actual number four uh john smith um instead of settling you know plymouth he decided to settle out west and what he has done like okay dan lanning got handed the keys to a ferrari um it's oh, not yeah. to say that he's not a good coach, but he is the stereotypical silver spoon coach in this scenario. John Smith took over an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, oh, Oregon State was had become a complete joke. He went 2 and 10 year 1. He then goes 5 and 7. Then there's COVID, I don't give a shit about COVID. Then 7 and 6 and then last year in year 5, 10 and 3. With a dominant bowl win over the Florida Gators five years ago, that would have seemed unapproved. Florida didn't have a roster Oregon State Beaver I don't give a shit. Ten didn't and didn't three have Should have beat USC, uh, beat Oregon, who is better, like who is way more talented. Mm-hmm. So I like Dan Landing. I think it goes John Smith four, Lanning five, but I, you know, I I I kind of Barreled my way
0: through the Riley Whittingham. So if you feel so very does, it does, still it, it that it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter yet. that 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 Kyle Whittingham beat beat Lincoln Riley in, in Lincoln Riley's first season in the Pac 12, but it does matter to you that Dan Lanning in his first season lost to Jonathan Smith. Yes,
1: because, like most, where, of Riley, well, because most of my Lincoln Riley argument comes from the fact that he's team. coached no, he's coached like five Heisman winners, he's won like five Big 12 championships. Like I, I he has a Dan Lanning has no resume. Great start. Let's even keep it going. Oh, I love start. landing. I love the hell tattoo. I freaking love the oh, tattoo, dude. You know that? I know. I've talked about it for right. hours. Uh, so what are we doing? Landing. Do you want to keep landing at four?
0: I'm I'm putting my foot down here. I'm going with my, my former wow. bulldog here. We're going landing at four.
1: <laughs> that's called bias. <laughs> All right. He's so landing four. So John Smith five, then. He doesn't have a fucking yes. championship. Yes. That's, that's not John true. John Smith five. Okay. Um, and here's where it starts to get weird. Uh, Chip Kelly six is what I have.
0: Mm. what are you at and I don't feel very good I got I I I got okay. Dion six chip Kelly seven
1: uh I'm fine with that I had Prime at seven right I mean yep. it would. part of me was like ah chip Kelly's done it so much longer that I feel like I have to give him credit I mean he's responsible for the revolution that took place yep. in Oregon but chip Kelly does feel kind of past his prime whereas mm-hmm. uh Dion seems to be entering his so I'm fine with that yeah Prime six yep. Kelly seven. Um, I mean, how good is USC gonna or UCLA gonna be this year, do you think, though? Because I think they're gonna really struggle once they enter the Big Ten, obviously.
0: Yeah, I think they're gonna struggle once they enter the Big Ten too. Um It'll be interesting. He's, he's recruited well. He got a, a big time quarterback to flip. I don't know if he's gonna be ready to play or not. You know, they were a one man band last year with, or I guess a two man band with my, you know, the quarterback and 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 uh, Cabernet there, just the fine wine at the running back spot. Um you know so you you hit gold with those two still weren't able to push past and 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 get to the Pac-12 championship i don't know man i just i feel like UCLA is a tough place to recruit to you know we'll see if they get some more juice because of you know this new contract with the Big 10 but you know i've talked to new highs about this in the past like they they've they've fallen behind when it comes to to uh, facilities you know the Rose Bowl yeah. is is phenomenal, but no one wants to go there. You have no atmosphere when it comes to home games. It's just not a really sexy place at all. And not saying like Colorado isn't, but at least Dion's making it an attractive place for fans and for, sure. for players. It just seems sure. like UC, UCLA. There really is no interest at all in brewing, brewing football. And I think over the long term, that's going to keep this team from being anywhere close to having success in the Big Ten.
1: All right, so, okay, so we're in agreement. Prime six, Kelly seven, and, I mean, you want to talk about just, like, an absolute uh, take your pick after this. Um, I got Kenny Dillingham, but that's, like, that's. I'm just going off of potential because we kind of – actually, I mean, maybe if you're going to go potential versus potential, maybe go Taylor over Dillingham since Taylor at least took home a couple of awards uh, in the big sky.
0: I don't know. Who do you have at eight? Help me out here i had jed fish at arizona i'm with you like after after that number seven spot the next five are kind of just like hey throw it up in the air and just maybe you know see what six now wait, did you, I mean, did about,
1: you made you made jed fish at cal or no sorry there's fish at arizona my bad arizona. I Cox at cal. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know the, uh you know, i think one good thing is that they they upset ucla last year they had an incredible offense with with jaden delora uh, there, yes. you know, so I think for them, it's it's. I could go you know, they fish. A great right job at adding some, some. Yeah, they've added some 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 defensive depth. They got Justin Fla- Flow. Um, but yeah, I think between the offense and and Delore and you know a, a decent season last year at five and seven, I would put him there at the number eight spot.
1: Yeah. And again, the five and 10, you you'd be like, why the hell are you cheering that on? Okay. One and 11 the year before, right? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for turnarounds. And without a doubt, Arizona's in a much better spot today than they were when they hired uh, Jetfish. Um, Okay. Then who do you like? Who do you like after that? I mean, I kind of like the job that Jake Dickert did. At yeah, uh at, 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 at Washington State, I think he took over a pretty bad situation. They go seven and six last year. They win in Wisconsin. They were physical. They were fun. They were team Pullman could get behind. Um, and he took over a very drama filled environment. After all, what's his name like? When he gets vaccinated, of left? and like yeah, yeah yeah all that madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I think I could get Dickered at ten, or excuse me at nine. That would be at
0: nine. I get Dickered at nine. I get Dickered at nine. Okay. Too. I get him at nine. I get Dillingham at ten, with the potential a little bit there. Young, offensive-minded. Um, I'm just—it's kind of like throw it in the wind, and see if it sticks. But like, I'm, I'm kind of banking. I know he's, you know, inexperienced. He's 32 years old. He's young, but I love the offensive mind. Um, hmm. How so about this? Go with okay, him. can Especially I propose to me? Yep, and should you
1: know. Troy Taylor, uh, new Stanford head coach? Should yep. he go over Kenny Dillingham just because he has some skins on the wall, right? They're both no. new to the big leagues, so they're both – we don't know exactly how they're going to do, but Troy Taylor at least has won three Big Sky Conference Awards in 1921 and uh, 22. He was a two-time Big Sky Coach of the Year in 2019 and 2021. Like I feel like he has to get the nod over Dillingham after bringing Sacramento State to uh, 9-4, 9-3, one Records his last three years, and I know it's Sacramento kind of State, but Dillingham has nothing. All Dillingham has is potential at this point.
0: Yeah, I just I, I'm I'm more leaning on the fact that I just Stanford to me is they like they had their fun little window there when they had Andrew Luck and 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 won some games with Shaw, but. You know, I just they they've just been in a old spiral, and kind of the the reason that Shaw is now no longer the head coach there. So no, I'm not. I'm not putting Troy Taylor ahead of a guy that I think can at least create some excitement in the Pac-12, create some offense. You know, you look at that side of the country where they have they have great quarterback play, they have great receiver play. So you're going to be able to attract talent to Arizona State for a lot of reasons. Um, it's it's a beautiful That's, place, oh, and you so got a beautiful now we get offense. There
1: now we're getting to it now now we know you're you're literally so horny that you're choosing (laughs) kenny dillingham over troy taylor simply because arizona state has hotter people than stanford oh who do you who do you
0: who would you bank on stanford was extremely hard to get to academically or would mm-hmm. you go to a place like arizona state that can re, you know recruit and, and recruit in, uh, well, I would, well. I would never get into
1: stanford i yeah. would never get into stanford but i i yeah. I, think, I think i would put taylor higher on this list but i'm not gonna knife fight over it so so we can go dillingham 10 taylor 11 and the only one that i do feel strongly about is that justin wilcox has to be last on this list yes um he Ooh. was okay at the beginning of his tenure at cal a uh, couple of bowl games early on, even a bowl win in 2019 going eight and five. But now uh, we're in year six and there's clear regression, right? Mm-hmm. Five and seven to 21, four and eight and 22. When's the last time you ever even like, like when's the last time that Cal football like entered your brain as something that mattered? Uh, and Jared it's golf? probably, yeah, I was about to say it's With not Jared since golf, golf right? Yeah, so uh, yeah, unfortunately, Justin Wilcox, the worst coach in, uh, in the Pac-12. For now, I mean, maybe Troy Taylor ends yeah. up sucking. Maybe, maybe Dillingham does. We don't really know, but uh, yeah, Wilcox at the bottom of this list.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Love it. Love it. Love it. Pack told those. Pretty, I know you said. I know you said top to bottom, pretty strong. I, I think it. I think there is a major line at seven, and it just kind of tumbles from there. Uh, one, I think one yeah, through seven is pretty strong. I think one through seven is strong, whether it Lincoln Winningham DeBoer. Lanning, Sanders, Kelly, like that's a strong list. Jonathan Smith. Yeah, but
1: I don't. But, but the, the thing, in thing, there, is, the it's thing just, is, it's like you said. I don't. I don't hate question. fish. I like what I like what Fish has done in two years, and and yeah. and I think Dickert was really good as well. Turned around a Wazoo program that appeared to be very lost. I think, like you said, Dillingham has. Um, no, some I'm, I think I'm saying Jonathan Troy Smith Taylor more, at least uh, has awards on lower levels. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I know. What I'm saying is I don't hate the bottom group. It's just that a lot of it is potential. Yeah, okay, okay. Shut up, shut up, shut up, Brum. We got you. Okay, look, we are in a time, so we have to go. You're welcome, Ryan Brumley. It's another fat graphic for y'all to not make. I'm just kidding. We're going to make them. We're going to put them out there eventually. But here are your Pac-12 coaches rankings from 12 to 1. 12, Cal's Justin Wilcox at 11. Stanford's Troy Taylor at 10. Arizona State's Kenny Dillingham at 9. Washington State's Jake Dicker at 8. Um, uh, the Arizona's Jed Fish at 7. UCLA's Chip Kelly. Uh, Colorado and Prime checking at 6. Dan Landon, Oregon at 5. John Smith, Oregon State 4. Uh, or did I screw that up? I was supposed to switch up. Sorry. Smith 5, Landon 4. Kalen DeBoer, 3 from Washington. Kyle Winham and the Utah Utah 2, and Lincoln Riley, USC number one coach in the Pac-12. Uh, hey, we hope you all have a wonderful weekend. May the 4th be with you, and we will see you back on Monday for a brand-new episode of Snaps. Huge thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Ferry, to Pat Gunner, Adam Gracia, Danny Carnes, Aaron Murray, and everybody out there listening. We love you, and we'll see you on Monday.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.